Startup Life Hacks, Episode 5. Find something in life that seriously pisses you off. Think of a way to solve that problem. And then find people that are smarter than you who can make that solution a reality. Welcome. Welcome to Startup Life Hacks. Ever wondered if you have what it takes to start a business? Join us as we share with you inspiring stories from these amazing entrepreneurs. Let their journeys bring you one step closer to achieving success. And now, here's your host, Romel Cabal. What up, Hacker Nation? This is Romel Cabal, your favorite host and connection to San Diego startups. You've seen invites on Facebook for tailgates, college day at Del Mar races, and party buses to downtown hosted by this company called Unified. I've gotten in contact with one of the founders through my friend Drew Haynes, who is actually episode number four in this podcast. And that's what networking is really all about. Focus on providing value to people, and your work will be recognized by the people you work with and will recommend you to others. This next guest I'll be introducing is a highly motivated student and startup enthusiast. He's a double major in finance and marketing at the University of San Diego. His objective is simple, to create products and services that makes people's lives easier, better, and more productive. So please welcome to the mic, the man behind the flying squirrel and CEO of Unified, Eric Bunnell. All right, well, thanks for having me on, Rommel. Um, so a little bit about Unified. Unified is the best way to share and discover what's happening on campus. We have a vision that Students, we have a simple philosophy. Students know what other students want to know, and students have what other students want. So build a platform that allows students to connect and engage with each other so that they can maximize on all the opportunities possible in their college environment. So that's, that's what Unified is in a gist. Um, a little bit about me. I'm a, I'm a problem solver at heart. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's organizing a pickup basketball game, if it's uh, leading a group project, helping someone out with some homework questions, I just love solving problems. So that's kind of where Unified came from. I was a little angry with some of my college experience, got together a good uh, team to kind of make some changes in that experience. And uh, that's where we're at now. Awesome. So here at Startup Life Hacks, we concentrate on the journey. What was your upbringing like? What was your professional and personal history that makes you perfect for what you're doing right now? Yeah, so my uh, upbringing was pretty normal. I guess that's a generic statement, um, but it was a it was a pretty normal middle class suburban upbringing. Played with friends, chased girls. Thought I was going to become <laughs> thought I was going to be a professional baseball player. Just you know the, the, the traditional kid life. Um, did you grow up in San Diego? I actually grew up in Orange County and then moved down to San Diego when I was 13. Oh, nice. One thing that stood out to me, though, is I was my dad was a science background. He was a biochem, uh, biochemist. So we always had a big science background in our house where my dad would just poke holes in social theories or kind of uh, conventional thought. So we always had a culture in our household about questioning the status quo. And I really think that helped with uh, getting me to where I am and always wanting to solve problems and change what's not as best as it could be. Right. Most of us had an idol while growing up. Who was that someone that you looked up to or currently looking up to? Well, 
most of my idols from when I was a kid have all taken steroids in baseball. So they're no longer idols to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, all those guys back in the uh, big home run chases, those are my idols as a kid. But uh, that, that's gone and passed. Um, so now Peter Thiel, I'd say, is the biggest influence on my life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I really respect his outlook on the educational system and how he sees kind of the the recruitment process for jobs and for colleges as a filtering system that perpetuates the same inequalities in society where like the job you get or the college you go to isn't based on what value you can bring to society. It's based on your connections or what family you come from. So I really respect Peter Thiel's outlooks there as well as, I mean, he, when he got PayPal together, he was managing a big group of hyper competitive alpha males got them all to see a vision together, focus, get their drive together. And then those founders all went off to start $7 billion businesses of their own. So he's got a lot of respect in my book. Awesome. We have a lot on your plate, you know, juggling school, business, and we live in San Diego. So how do you keep your cool? Besides business, what are a few of your favorite hobbies? Hmm. Honestly, I could probably use a little work there. Um, right now, right now we run the we run Unified out of my garage in a house up in Carmel Valley, and uh, two of our developers live with us. So my life is pretty much run by Unified. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, I mean, I do. I'm part of a men's baseball league, men's softball league, and I also go surfing every once in a while just to try and remain a little active and keep uh, my sanity. I mean, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're grinding day in, day out, seven days a week, if you're not taking a little time off for your mental capacity and emotional capacity, you're not going to last very long. Exactly. Yeah. Have you ever tried uh, meditation? I have. Like, have you ever played around with Headspace at all or any of those meditation apps? I have. I started using it, but I've, it's just the consistency that gets me. Exactly. I mean, I did it when it was not 10-day free trial, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make the commitment after. It's a long-term commitment for sure. We always hear in the news about the overnight successes of these amazing entrepreneurs, but it's the overnight successes that took 10 or even 20 years. So take us back to your worst entrepreneur moment and lessons learned from that. See, this was the toughest question you have yet because we've had some really tough times where we've had really tough times where like the founding team had a tough time making a big decision over the direction. Like because we didn't start out with Unified. We actually started out with a classroom productivity tool. Um, But we realized that, you know, after testing prototypes with students and everything, we realized that students don't really care about being more productive. Mm -hmm. So we started pivoting around and stuff. And as we were doing different pivots, we ran into times where the founders would have different opinions on which direction we should go. So there was a few times where we had wanted to go different directions. My, myself, actually, I uh, wanted to go a little bit smaller vision in the beginning, but luckily my co-founders helped me see the vision with Unified and uh, we got through it. But so those are some of the toughest times when you've got your core founders making a huge decision for the company and you both have valid reasons to your opinions, but you have to choose one of them. 
So getting through that with your founders productively, like, so not getting in fights that can metastasize and become bigger things than they really are. And just using respect with how you speak. I think that's a huge thing. Like when you're making, when you get into these conflict situations that you all have the same goal, right? You're all trying to make a product that's going to be amazing, change the lives for millions of college students. That's our vision. That's our goal. But we have to all be aligned on that vision. So when you're having these conflicts, make sure you use respect, make sure you use as much empathy as you can to understand why that person sees it that way. And I think if you really get those things on the table and you have a real transparent founding team with each other, you can get through a lot of those tough moments. Now, have you read the book, The Founder's Dilemma? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's a great book. Explains a lot about what you're talking about right Mm -hmm. now. Tell us a story about a great success that you've had as an entrepreneur. Hmm. Okay. Great success. I'm just trying to think which one I want to go with. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just just pick one. (laughs) Okay. So um, I think one of the biggest successes would be um, we got third place in honorable honorable mention for best pitch at San Diego Startup Week Ideator Pitch Competition. So that was a couple months ago, San Diego Startup Week. We uh, I met one of the guys that was part of the team throwing the competition. He told me about it. So I just made sure I was in that guy's face every day for two months leading up to that competition, uh, like review to get into the finals. And so I made sure I got on a customer feedback call with these guys to talk about their product. I was emailing them every day, tweeting out to them, making sure that I was in their face. We got into the competition, maybe not as qualified as some of the other companies in there, delivered an amazing pitch in front of like over a hundred people. There was a lot of students there too, which was a really good thing for us. We got the word out to all these students and we even had students coming up to us trying to get involved. So I'd say that that was one of our biggest successes was really a successful showcase to the San Diego community about who we are and why we're doing what we're doing. Right, right, right. So what is your vision for Unified five years from now? So five years from now, I see Unified being a, there's a Unified network on every college and high school around the world. It's pretty big, but I mean, I think it's totally possible. If we create a good network that works in hyper-localized campus communities, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to scale that across every college and then eventually go into every high school. That's a great vision. We also, I want to touch on something too, because we also see like Unified being a great way for potential students to get an insight into what a college is like from a student perspective. So like what we see is once you have Unified networks on all these college communities, um, on all these campuses, like a high school senior could pay, let's say a weekly subscription to have limited access to that network where they could communicate with current students, ask them questions, and really see what it's like from a student perspective. So we see that as kind of maybe Unified's a better way for students to choose what college they want to go to. I mean, this is something that I could have used when going in as a freshman at SESU. Mm-hmm. Like when I went into SESU, like I, I didn't know anything. It would have been nice if I had a mentor that kind of guided me to you know, where to park, what, what books to buy or what classes to take. So yeah, I mean, it feels like Unified could be 
that platform to help students do that. Exactly. It doesn't have to be one mentor. It could just be the community helping the community. So like, you know, you crowdsource that question and you've got a hundred people commenting on it, liking it and telling you their opinions. That's, um, there's a lot of value in that. So we are now entering my favorite, the superhero round. <laughs> so I'm a huge fan of superheroes. They were the mythical superhumans that had gone through many failures and still rose to greatness. So what was your entrepreneurial superpower? In other words, what is your greatest strength? I'm going to have to say my greatest superpower is also my greatest weakness. And that's going to be straight excitement, passion, and love for what I'm doing and the people I'm doing it with. So like at times, I'll come into the office with energy, like inspiration. I just love what I'm doing on a daily basis. And that can definitely resonate with the others and be contagious. But there's also times when I get so excited that I start bulldozing people and have no realization of what I'm doing. I'm just caught up in this emotional ecstasy of just, this is what we're doing. I'm so happy. I'm so pumped. And I don't realize that I'm talking for 20 minutes without giving that person a chance to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd say I'm kind of like the Hulk in that, in that essence. Um, My superhero, my superpower can be very helpful and contribute to the team. But then at times I might cause a little destruction along the way. (laughs) The Hulk. I love it. (laughs) So if you can have any superpower, what would it be and why? This was my favorite question. So I've known this question for like six, seven years now. It's teleportation. Hands down. I don't want to drive to the store. I don't want to go on a coffee run. If no traffic, if I, yeah, I, I don't want tra- I don't want any of it. Just let me teleport there and I'll never be late for a meeting and I'll have so much more time to do all the things I want to do. What are they waiting for? They need to invent that. Yeah, right no, away. dude, come on. Let's yeah. Shift some atoms around and make it possible. <laughs> all right. So we're in the final questions of the interview to start off with share an internet resource or app that you use daily and we'll recommend to our listeners. Slack, Slack and slack (laughs) so wait and slack (laughs) so my life has gotten so much better since starting to use slack with the team um before i would have like so for those for those listeners that don't know slack like slack is a group team communication tool where you can kind of set different channels for topics you're trying to communicate on let's say marketing finances I don't know, bugs, you can create a channel just if you see a bug in your app, anyone can upload it. Um, So before I would have like seven group message threads and 10 individual message threads about the company on my text messages intertwined with all my friends, my family, and I would be missing things all over the place. I've got it on my desktop, my mobile, and on a web platform. Slack by far will make, make your life so much easier. Slack, you should pay me for that. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Advertisements. (laughs) All right. So name one book that you could recommend to our listeners. Um, So this was hard. I wanted to recommend more, you know, the student entrepreneurs since that's a big target of your audience. But um, I mean, so if you want something that's more simple and easy, easy read that, you know, gets you inspired, like Zero to One by Peter Thiel is a great book. Um, the Lean Startup, every student entrepreneur should read, in my opinion, by Eric Reese. 
But the book I want to recommend is a little different. So it's called Things Hidden Since the Foundation of the World. Um, it's by this guy, Rene Girard. I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's a French guy. So it's a compilation of like three or four philosophers talking and it shows their conversation. And it's kind of hard to follow, but it touches on uh, why people do the things they do, why we have rituals, what motivates people. And it really gets deep down into the psychology behind our institutions, our religions, and why people do the things that they do. And it really gives an entrepreneur good insight just in to how the, the way the world works from a really macro perspective. And it does a history back from when we were, you know, hunters and gatherers and talks about rituals back then and how rituals still exist in the same form. They just look a little different now, but they accomplish the same goal. I highly recommend the book. It's a hard read, but it will really open up your mind to a new perspective. Great resource. What would you dare to dream if you knew that you could not fail? I love this one. Um, so I would create a new educational and financial aid system. So, I mean, that's something I, I mean, I don't know how it works, but this is something I've been passionate about since I was 18 and first applying to colleges. There's no transparency whatsoever in how students apply to colleges um, and how financial aid is allocated and just the value of what a degree is. I mean, I think there's a much better way to give our population a certificate that says they're qualified to do X job. So I'm, I'm not sure we know what it is. I know like countries in Europe have a lot better systems where students like they do kind of like a gen ed stuff more in high school. And then they go to like a focused three-year college that's straight computer science or straight finance. And right. so I think that type of stuff works a little better. Um, I think the main thing that would really help though is transparency in the financial aid system. I don't think that, like, I think there should be transparent criteria for why students get certain scholarships or grants. Because without transparency, how do I know what I'm working towards or how do I know like what I need to do to be in that field? I mean, the financial aid systems is bureaucratic black box. A million dollars goes in, 700000 comes out, and no one knows what happened to that $300,000. So that's kind of, I want to do a lot, but that's one of the biggest things is providing transparency to an incumbent industry that shouldn't have the power that they have. Knowing what you know now, what is one advice that you could tell our listeners who are struggling to make that leap into entrepreneurship? Okay. One thing to help you leap into entrepreneurship. This is how I've started every venture, and this is how I think most ventures start. Find something in life that seriously pisses you off. Think of a way to solve that problem, and then find people that are smarter than you who can make that solution a reality. So don't wait around being mad about something that you're driving home on the freeway and you're mad at something. I mean, be mad about it, but take that anger, turn it into drive, find people that can do what you need them to do, find people that are smarter than you and build something that solves that problem. 
Just take action, guys. I'm an impatient problem solver, and that's how I think most entrepreneurs think is you get angry and you solve the problem. And that relentless drive is what really helps like propel you through all those tough moments, all those roadblocks, and really get you to the your end goal. And also, I just want to say, you when you get mad and you find that and you think of a solution, there's probably going to be 10 to 100 other people who have thought of a similar solution. And don't let that deter you because the solution isn't the answer. It's the execution on the solution. So just because someone's doing what you're doing does not mean you cannot beat them out. I mean, since you have so many competitors, that's validation that there's a market out there. Exactly. People who actually need it. Exactly. There's a big, there's a lot of talk about how like ideas and like markets all converge and diverge when conditions are right. So when conditions are really right, a lot of companies will diverge on that same market opportunity because the environment, the ecosystem, the market is perfect for that to happen. And like we've seen that, we've seen ton, we've seen a lot of college-based apps, college marketplaces, other college social networks, Greek life uh, apps, all coming out in the last year to coming out next semester it's because the conditions are just perfect for that give our listeners one action step that they can do right now to get started so one action step to get started hmm well i guess my action step was that one so it's find something that makes you mad and solve that problem so like find that thing that makes you mad and literally just Start writing down what the problem is and how you're going to solve it. And then go find some people that can help you solve it. If I could give any advice, so like kind of back to your question before about if you're struggling to make the leap, like um, making the leap into starting your business, you know, taking that risk. Our Unified's company value number two is be scrappy. And we take that to heart. So we think like, if you want to solve a problem, you're ready to start your own company. Don't take this from anyone. Don't ask for permission and just go make it happen. Don't, don't wait around for people to tell you you're allowed to do that or whatever. You're waiting to get approval to set up a booth on campus. Go set up a booth on campus and start selling what you're selling and get yelled at, get in trouble, use it as good publicity for your company. But don't ask for permission and just go do it. That's my advice. Or there's a saying, it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Oh, yeah, for sure. We live by that. There you go. Tell Hacker Nation, our listeners, what is the best day we could follow you? And then we'll say goodbye. All right. So the best way to follow us is to either go, if you're a current student, go to unified.co, sign up for the beta. If you're at SDSU or USD, we'll be launching the product uh, three weeks, August 21st. If you're not a USD or SDSU student, We'll be opening up your network soon. And if you're just interested in the company, follow us on Facebook, like us on Twitter at Unified App. So thank you, Eric, for being a guest on my show. We appreciate your time and wisdom. But here at Startup Life Hacks, we have a saying to help motivate our listeners who are on this entrepreneurial journey, that it's okay to fail, that it's okay to struggle. So let's close by reminding Hacker Nation what our motto is and say it with extreme enthusiasm. Stay positive and keep grinding, Hacker Nation. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me today on Startup Life Hacks. To see how to get in touch with Eric as well as the resources he suggested, navigate over to his show notes page at startuplifehacks.com slash Eric You'll also get to see his amazing pitch he did at San Diego Startup Week. 
But before we close, I'd like to go over some key takeaways from this interview. Communicating valid reasons to your opinions on the direction of the company is very important amongst founders, and sometimes you have to choose one to go with. Getting through with that with your founders productively and not letting one small argument turn into something bigger than it really is can really make or break a company. It's important to communicate with each other using respect with how you speak and empathize on why this person sees it a certain way. Unify did not start off as a social networking platform, but rather a classroom productivity tool for students. You have to know when to pivot, and communication with founders is key. Let me know what you think about this comment, what it means to you. Don't forget to rate and review, and I'll talk to you soon. And as always, stay positive and keep grinding.